Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NFL. You know, I don't want a farewell tour. I don't know what's going to happen after the season, but but I'm going to enjoy it with the right perspective for sure. And not look at it as I'm getting through this. I'm just going to enjoy the hell out of, you know, all of it. That's why I think I have a slightly different perspective about these, you know, practices with other teams. Aaron Rodgers, Packer quarterback, doesn't want a farewell tour. Even though the contract's restructured, he clearly has been dissatisfied at times in Green Bay, and the contract's now set up financially that the Packers can uh, end the relationship here in the offseason. Move him. No, I'm clearly tired of it. <laughs> I bet you're not alone. And these, these pro athletes, and we'll get to it in a bit here with their drama. The average fan just can't relate, man. You've got all this financial freedom. You're playing a game, and there's still this drama. Joe Blow driving to work right now is thinking, what are you talking about, man? Especially because the guys who are hearing complain right now are also winning at a pretty high level. I mean, nobody gets to win at the highest level all the time, not even Tom Brady, so there are going to be some losses. But it's not even drama with uh, somebody who's trapped on the 25th best team. There are going to be some losses. There going to be. (laughs) G-O-N-N-A. Gonna. (laughs) Meanwhile, Jets quarterback Zach Wilson called himself a fanboy when talking about meeting Aaron Rodgers for the first time. Jets and Packers held a joint practice. James, referring to James Morgan, who's the Jets' backup quarterback. James is a big fanboy. He's getting a little nervous. I'm a big fanboy, too. We all have to kind of pretend like we've been there before. We're enjoying just being out here and being able to talk to him. Honest. Yep. I mean, he's 22 years old. Our Rodgers is in his mid-30s. So if you do the math, Rodgers was coming into his prime when Zach's getting into high school. Yeah. Of course you would idolize him. He was a heck of a football player at that point. Still is, for that matter. So that makes sense. You're still a kid at 22. So, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't ask him for his autograph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Have to do the math on that Packers Super Bowl. That might have been when Zach was in junior high. And James Morgan, you want to know why he was a fanboy? Because he, he just grew up yeah. mi- 1.4 miles. His high school is 1.4 miles from Lambeau Stadium. I was going to say, Green so, Bay native. He's in the beating heart of the Green and Gold Nation. I would think that uh, depending on how long he stayed there, which I think it was through high school at least, and he went off to college to Bowling Green, which isn't down the street, but I would think that all those folks there, like we have here with the Jazz, that they would just be intense Packer fans to the core. Rogers was surprised to learn that. He knew the name of the high school, but didn't know Morgan had gone to it. You'd think it would be okay if I take a knee and kiss you on the back of the hand. <laughs> Where's the ring? Like the Godfather. I mean, come on. I mean, that's uh, for this... Because he's a young kid himself, right? He's only like 24 years old. Mm -hmm. There's a good chance Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott will not play in the preseason, according to Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy. Prescott's been dealing with a lat strain that has kept him out. Well, as long as he's healthy for the start of the regular season, I guess. I mean, that's all that matters. 
Although I don't know that we trust him to be healthy from the start of the regular season. We'll find Just out. Speak for yourself. Don't say we. I trust him. He's Dak friggin' Prescott. Minnesota Vikings backup quarterback, or excuse me, backup linebacker Cameron Smith, the former USC star, announced his retirement. He underwent surgery to repair an enlarged heart last August. A false positive COVID test led to the diagnosis of a genetic defect, forcing him to miss the season. He was set to resume his career this year, suffered a, game, a concussion in the game Saturday, and opted to retire. He'll always have those three interceptions. Oh, my gosh. Not one, not two, against, three. Uh, was it Travis Wilson, I think? It was. Yeah. Seemingly single-handedly winning that game. Yeah. Uh, old Cam Smith. I was in the Coliseum for that game. Those were the days, my friend. The Utes were uh, usually go down there and play a close game and lose. That was the one time I think SC really got them. Turnovers, breaking the game open. Allegations of sexual assault and inappropriate behavior against Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson are now being investigated by the FBI, according to Watson's lawyer, Rusty Harden. Harden said that Watson spoke to the FBI about allegations of extortion regarding one of the 23 lawsuits filed against the quarterback, 22 of which are still active. Oh, okay, so it's going to designed to make him look good. I'm thinking, wait a second, his lawyer's not going to run out there and tell the media he's being investigated by the FBI unless it's something that looks favorably upon him. That is why you pay a lawyer to make you look good. I mean, come on. Yep. So, trying to establish stuff in the minds of the jury that hasn't been picked yet for the court case no, or cases yeah, we've seen inevitable. Yeah. Oh, you got a legal mind. You're a hawk. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Kevin Durant and Draymond Green both blamed Warriors coach Steve Kerr and team president and general manager Bob Myers for mishandling the fallout from the players' argument that ultimately contributed to Durant leaving the team following the 2018-19 season. In an interview posted on Bleacher Report, Durant and Green both said they believe Kerr and Myers were at fault for the way they handled the players' emotional back and forth on the floor that spilled over into the locker room after an overtime loss to the L.A. Clippers at Staples Center on November 12, 2018. Yeah, we're going back a little bit here, people. Almost three years. I listened to that whole thing yesterday. The podcast, mm-hmm. series, the chips. 24 minutes or so. I timed it. I, knew I heard about it, and then oh, I'll just listen to that when I go to the gym. And so I did. And I got to give Draymond Green credit. I mean, uh, his entire life, at least at the NBA level, every time there's been a problem, he's been the victim. And it's amazing. Again, it's another story. Joe Blow driving to work today. These multimillionaires being victims. Could you imagine if Bob Myers and Steve Kerr blamed those two? The outrage this morning on the Stephen Smiths of the world. Yeah, but it won't happen because then they don't get to sign free agents. Well, or re-sign their own free agents. So never never blame the players. So so Kerr's not going to speak his mind for money purposes. Right. Which would lead you to believe that he does sometimes speak his mind for money purposes. Right. Oh, 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 man. This guy over here. You can't be doing that. Not for you. Where you stand for? Holy freak. Oh. Apparently I can't. <laughs> Woo. Green said he told management when asked to apologize to Durant after being suspended that, quote, Y'all are effed up. F this thing up. The only person to make this right is me and Kay. And there's nothing that y'all can do. And you're all going to bleep this up. And in my opinion, they effed it up. Respond to Durant. I think so, too. Yeah, I doubt that that 
conversation just germinated from scratch. <laughs> I think it was planned. They knew what each one was going to say, and they went they on had the there. whole Olympics to talk about it. Well, yeah, we had, didn't mess had, it up. We had, had a good thing going. We didn't mess it up. They messed it up. I confess, they did it. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was only like two or three minutes. I actually found the other stuff of Durant talking about himself and his life and his thoughts. I found that very interesting. So overall, I thought it was good, but this was clearly scripted. Uh, they knew what was going to happen, and it was just a maybe of the, it's like 24 and a half minutes is what my uh, YouTube thing said when I got on there, and, and they didn't discuss this more than five minutes. Uh, so and they did use the the so they were swearing constantly, uh, but listening to Durant just talk about other stuff. Uh, try to just get in his mind, which is impossible to do, but just as he expressed himself, I found that very interesting. How much, uh, I did not hear it, I read the uh, quotes that were pulled out, how much did he talk about, I, I just think for his basketball legacy, he needed to go win somewhere other than Golden State, because Golden, going to Golden State, yes, He's won two titles, but I think because they already had one in that 73-win season, he's largely I, just I, having gravy train. I think those. you overestimate that, his basketball legacy. Mm-hmm. He's going to have millions, hundreds of millions of dollars in the bank. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, he's going to go in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. What, That's true. What, what does he need? He doesn't need any, but he wants more. <laughs> Everybody need. wants more. How's right. that? So Durant's and, no different than anybody else. But I think that was a big factor in why he left. He had to go win a championship somewhere else. For what? What do you mean he had His to? legacy. <laughs> I think that stuff is so overstated. His legacy. So what you're saying is the statues have a crummy legacy. Because they didn't win a championship anywhere. It's the difference between not having a crummy legacy and building a better legacy that you want. Well, then what legacy do they have then? Because they've got zero. They're Hall of Famers and they're Olympians. <laughs> and they were on the dream team. they got all kinds of things on their resume. Right. So if Durant doesn't have that, that means the guys who don't have that too, they should their their legacy is incomplete. Isn't, isn't as good. I think it's just fine the way it is. I mean, I, I just don't think that they obsess over that and, and your your legacy. We will get you, to more on you this. You can't with Kevin control Durant that out. anyway. That's what somebody else thinks of you. Once mm-hmm. you go down that road of worrying about what somebody else thinks of you, You've it got never to, stops. Right, and you have to create a burner Twitter account. And he did, because he does worry about what other people think about him. Which is stupid. You think when he... Right, at, at 25, you got me. But at 50, at 60, at 70, yeah, you got me. And when he's in his 20s, you're right, he does. But weird, legacy isn't established and carried on when you're 25. But these are decisions he's making in his 20s and early 30s. Right, and so talk to me when he's in his 50s and 60s. And he may look at it very differently. You're right. He will. But He'll he's grow making, up. But he's making the decisions now, and that's why he went to Brooklyn now. And you're right, when he's 58 years old, he may look at it really differently. He may go, well, I'm in the Hall of Fame, and I'm swimming in cash, and I go wherever I want, whenever I want, for whatever reason. Yeah, I mean, look at your legacy, man. It's exactly the same. Really isn't. <laughs> Kevin, let me tell you about that time the Valhalla beat Helix. All right. Longtime NBA journalist Jackie McMullen will retire from ESPN August 31st, ending a decade long tenure with the company. She's been an NBA reporter for 40 years, joined ESPN in 2010 after a long career with the Boston Globe. She received the Kurt Gowding Media Award from the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame in 2010. And the Penn ESPN Lifetime Achievement Award for Literary Sports Writing in 2019. First woman to receive both honors. 
And Larry the Laker says, good riddance, another Celtic homer gone. <laughs> that is. <laughs> did he literally say that, or are you just reading uh, his mind? No, he tweeted it. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah, so I mean, it's not the exact words, but that was the Oh, I have no doubt he believes it. I just, I just wondered how much <laughs> you were able to read his mind and how much he put uh, it out He there. hates the Celtics. That's a Oh, with a passion of a thousand suns. Bitter, bitter rivalry there. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Shohei Otani, home run number 40. He slowed down after the All-Star break. Seems like he's picking up speed in a little bit. A few more home runs now, PK. He gets number 40. And he's 8-1 and one as a pitcher. Went eight innings as the Angels beat the Tigers 3-1. to one. Doing yeah. it all. Shohei time. Giants lose to the Mets 6-2. to two. Uh, on the West Coast, the story is the Giants lose a game to the Dodgers because the Dodgers blank the Pirates 9-0. But on the East Coast, the story is the Mets owner tweeting, calling his guys out. Professional hitters, PK. How come they can't do better? And then look, the story is, well, they won and they responded. Well, 6-2. to two, I mean, eventually they responded. Yeah, two like runs got him to extra innings. innings. Yeah, it went 12. I watched the game. Yeah, it went 12. We only had two through nine. That's not a massive response, but... Well, if the other team has one, you're good to go. (laughs) Arizona relief pitcher Caleb Smith ejected for a foreign substance. And who uh, who threw the belt yesterday? That was the other story. Lance Lynn. Yeah, Lance Lynn throwing the belt because the ump didn't come over and check him quick enough. And he had some other stuff he had to attend to. And he said afterward, well, I guess... The umpire had his feelings hurt. Yeah. So he'll be getting squeezed at home plate at some point. Bees open a series against the Reno Aces tonight, 635 Smith's Ballpark. We'll be giving away tickets to that game later in the show. DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. Was it pretty PK, but the RSL gets a late goal. It beats Houston 2-1. to one. The Dynamo, not good. Winless in their last 12. Hadn't won on the road all year. They got the goal to tie the game 1-1. And they had control of the game for long stretches in the first half and for another good 15 to 20 minutes in the second half. But RSL survives it. And the substitutes come in and play well and turn the game around. And Anderson Julio scores in the 88th minute to get the win. So A fine night for all. Win ugly. How come he never play his win. goal score sound? That would have been so dang fun. I'll roll on him, I guess. I 88th know. minute? 88th minute. It was getting deep late. Deep in the fourth quarter? Yes, it was deep, deep in the fourth quarter. I like that. Oh, that guy, I can only imagine the excitement in his voice. His, I was hollering and screaming like crazy. His team won. He pretends he doesn't care, but he cares deeply. We all know that. All announcers do. He's no exception. It would have been fun to hear you. Now, RSL with six points in two games. Didn't Break really dominate up. either game, but they won them both. I'm looking at you try to be objective. <laughs> Crack me up. They now play the team, <laughs> the one team that they dominated and looked good against at home. Maybe I'm forgetting another one, but I think it's the one. Colorado, Saturday, they face the Rapids. RSL now in fifth place. Colorado in fourth. They'll play Saturday night at 7. When do they play KC again? Because we hate them and they hate us. <laughs> I think some of that's faded. But uh, I don't know. I'll look that up for you. There is another one coming up. They've got to go to Kansas City. 
What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Chris Kimrani covers the Utes for The Athletic, also writes a lot of features for The Athletic. He will join us at 8 o'clock. Dick Harmon, sports columnist for the Deseret News, will be here to talk BYU football at 9 o'clock. And joining us right now, Andrew Reinhardt from the Wasatch Medical Clinic. Guys, if you've been struggling with ED, Andrew Reinhardt here with Wasatch Medical Clinic and a breakthrough treatment. No pill, no injections, no surgery. Andrew, you always, uh, you always bring this up, and it is always true. You've been How long have you been coming on air now? At least uh, a couple of years. I, yeah, I bet it's between two and three years now. Right. But there are still guys who are coming to you either because it's just become an issue or because it's become an issue to the point that they finally feel like they need to address it with you as opposed to some other method. Yeah, that's right. We had a patient in last week, um, pretty severe erectile dysfunction, and he wasn't just taking one pill to get normal function. He was taking four. This is pretty common, Go to the pill initially, which I think is fine. If the pill works for you, I'd say keep doing it. But he noticed that it stopped working, so he took more and more. Eventually, he ended up with just the side effects, and it really wasn't working at all. And I think four pills is probably very dangerous. Uh, that's generally when guys think about our technology. We wish they'd think about it a little sooner, but that's generally what happens. The wave therapy that Wasatch Medical Clinic uses bypasses the pill. It uses pressure waves that open up and regrow the blood vessels. So it's really just improving blood flow. That's what erectile dysfunction is. It's a lack of blood flow. And we're helping a lot of guys get off the pill and turn back the clock in the bedroom. So what are the top causes of ED? Why for the guys who are suddenly having a problem? Why? What's happening? Well, I would say there's a lot of things. We see diabetes and prostate issues as probably the top two, just a man aging. But then every day it surprises me. A healthy guy in his 30s calls and says, hey, it's just not working like it used to. So I think the bottom line is you're more normal than you think if you're struggling. It doesn't necessarily mean you're unhealthy. All right, guys, you can put a stop to your ED if you call Wasatch Medical right now at 801-901-8000. you got a special offer for the people who call now. We do. We always believe in delivering a lot of value. And guys come in and just take the free. That is okay. Uh, but the first step in getting rid of the erectile dysfunction is a quick screening and assessment with our doctor. That's free. He'll do a blood flow ultrasound. That's free. Uh, you get the very popular gift that produces pretty immediate results in the bedroom. And if you feel like you need it, blood work and testosterone is free at Wasatch Medical also. Uh, so some enormous value today. 801-901-8000. Call Wasatch Medical right now. 801-901-8000. And you can claim that offer. Call Andrew Reinhardt at Wasatch Medical at 801-901-8000. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you.